The name of the pod was our last, best hope for peace. It was the dawn of the third age of mankind, the year the Great War came upon us all. This is the story of the last of the Babylon podcasts. The year is 2259. The name of the pod is Babylon 5. Episode 31, A Race Through Dark Places, in which Mr. Bester returns to hunt down an underground railroad for rogue telepaths, forcing Talia to make some hard decisions. Meanwhile, Captain Sheridan also makes some hard decisions regarding where to sleep. Good day from Earth Dome. This is John Cassie speaking for The Name of the Pod. Uh, I am joined, as always, uh, on this journey to explore the ongoing cultural legacy of the 1990s television program Babylon 5 by my dear friend and co-host. Chris Tatro. And Chris, I know I asked you this 45 seconds ago, but what episode are we talking about today? This is A Race Through Dark Places. A Race Through Dark Places. Um, Which sort of feels mad libby. It seems a bit like... Is this Mr. Toad's Wild Ride? Uh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, railroads don't uh, race. Uh, I, Thunder Mountain races. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not entirely sure what was what JMS was going for with the title on this one. I have right. To say. Yeah, we, we, we agree. I think we also agree that we've got ourselves a pretty dandy episode. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think we've I think we've come out of our uh, our Sargasso, season two Sargasso, <laughs> and are, are launching into a, a pretty solid string. Um, this one coming, you know, maybe this is the maybe this is the Talia trilogy, uh, you know, of episodes that we've hit yeah, in the middle right. of the season here. Um, although it is interesting to note, you know, last week we we talked about how Talia's dislike of the Psycor didn't make a lot of sense coming out of the blue and Soulmates. Um, on the the Lurker's Guide page, of course, always linked in our uh, in our show notes, it's mentioned that 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 this episode, A Race Through Dark Places, was supposed to come before that uh-huh. one, and they got switched around because simply because Soulmates required less post production, you know, graphics and doodling and and whatnot. So, very understandable after this that uh, that yeah, she wants O U T. Yeah, that seems. That, yeah, that 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 seems very clear, mm-hmm. um, and it gives us, in in some respects, if we're looking at at characters in a in a long term arc, right, of development and change. Mm-hmm. Talia has now made very substantial steps forward in in a kind of in another direction, you know. The mm-hmm. uh, the the bringing that bottle of bubbly to uh, to to Susan Ivanova and the fact that she chose her right mm-hmm. took that badge off. Yeah, uh, I thought that's you know not only is that visually a nice piece of storytelling, but you know I'm I'm glad that that the the work effort of building that relationship that Talia has been putting in you know with with Susan's resistance is now starting mm-hmm. to, to pay off a little bit. Right. You know, we've said, we've complained uh, in a lot of, of places where certain bits of character development didn't feel earned. Right. Or certain, uh, certain, I don't know, re- relationships or something just come out of the blue. This is, this is one that I think we had the necessary groundwork laid throughout the, the first season. Um, we, we had Talia seeking out Ivanova during, uh, when off shift to sit down and have a drink, even though she knew what Ivanova thinks about, about the psych or about telepaths. Right. Um, and, uh, we've seen those little, those, those moments here and there where they're, they're, they're bridging that gap between the two of them. Um, but yeah, I don't think that, I don't think that Talia has anybody else that she's confided with in any in any level or or made made that kind of effort with you know the uh, to date the effort from Garibaldi has been mostly one directional right um right and especially if soulmates is supposed to come after this you know I think they I think they they get closer in that uh but uh but you know that hasn't happened yet so you know, show us for not following the master uh, master episode list, right? And, and going with broadcast order. 
Right. But yeah, it was. It's nice to see them come together and uh, um, and and to see that getting paid off. Yeah, I mean, to all these to all these times that we've talked about inauthenticity or feels forced or it doesn't feel earned, uh, this is one of those moments where it feels profoundly earned. You know, it was sort of like a, a bit like uh, when Jakar came back in this season from the rim, and he just seems all kind of addled and emotionally mm-hmm. exhausted and all the fight, you know, the vinegar's gone out of him. Mm-hmm. That feels like a proper development of the character, you know. I, I would like to have, I'd like to have known more about what shook him so. Agreed. I'd like Agreed. to get more of him saying what happened out there that's really, uh, that, 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 that's really changed him. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't gotten that yet. I don't know that we're going to. Uh, we've had the opportunity for it, but it hasn't landed. So yeah, yeah, we'll see. Well, so we'll, yeah, we'll we'll see. Um, so we've got an underground railroad, mm-hmm. uh, and an attempt by certain uh, elements, if you will, of human society, mm-hmm. to find a pathway to get rogue telepaths out of. The hands of the Psy, uh, the Psy Corps, and out to the rim. Everything is out to the rim these days. It seems like you know, mm-hmm. and um, and in trying to put a stop to that, we have our old friend, Mister Bester, played by Walter Koenig. Yes, and you know, you, you know, we critiqued Walter Koenig's performance last time for being a little too ha <laughs> mad. Yes. You know, a little too mustache twirly. Right. And now he's still got a bit of that. But yeah. it's 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 now it's refracted a little bit more through a kind of creepy rather than a kooky, you know, kind of. Yeah, he doesn't. Or at least not that was as, my read. He's not as over the top. He's definitely got more of the uh, creepy sinister. But I, I still feel like he's he's. Uh, <clears throat> He still seems a pretty two-dimensional, quote-unquote, villain. Yeah. Um, you know, it will be, it'll be interesting to see, to get more data points for where he where he's at as the as the show goes along. Um, you know, he does try to to show us his softer side. You know, he talks about I have a family. Would it surprise you to know that I have, a, you know, that I feel emotions like any other human? Uh, yes, it would actually. Yes, yes quite a bit. Um, <laughs> You know, but but we you know we get that and we, we and we see him literally you know telepathing to death you know a guy at the in the in the first uh, right. the, the pre credits uh, right opener yeah we're in the um, teaser and he's already he's already someone to death yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I, so yeah I don't I don't necessarily know exactly what's what's going on with him or what his what his angle necessarily is right he's clearly puzzled as he leaves by what's gone on he's i think he suspects he suspects more than he knows something yes yes um and if we if we accept that soulmates comes after this it makes me wonder if he then sent what the hell was that guy's name uh yeah, we don't. I'm, I'm wondering if he sent Talia's ex to oh, indeed to dang to dangle the offer of here's a way out of the core in front of her. If that was a direct stoner, stoner. Yeah, thank you, Matthew thank Stoner. You. Yes. Um, you know, if if that was was a direct operation, testing to see had she really had had she been up to some shenanigans. Um, which will no doubt make Bester even more suspicious if, uh, you know, when, when Stoner doesn't return um, and everything has, has all you know, fallen apart on him. And totally, yeah. 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 Um, so we've got, you know, within, within Earth society, mm-hmm. and we get some conversation about this from the characters, you know, mm-hmm. this idea of... The Psycorps... And the way the Psycor operates 
is something that regular people at least appeared to want, right? Initially. Right. Our purpose is is to prevent... All of this uh, mayhem, psionic mayhem, in the non-psionic community of, of, of humanity, right? By really isolating them, you know, forcing them to identify themselves with the gloves, with the badge, right. um, and, and kind of segregating them out for the, the safety of the normals. Right, um, right. Yeah. And- yeah, and, and, and yet, as these things so often yeah. do... How'd that work uh, out for you? Yeah, right, right. This has become a kind of um, self-perpetuating and sinister uh, uh, you know, fifth column within mm-hmm. human society that... And, you know, we saw this, you know, uh, uh, 25 episodes ago, you know, the, mm-hmm. the Psycor appears to have been meddling in politics on behalf of then-Vice President Clark, Yep. now the president, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it, is, it is interesting that, that even when he's behaving in ways that we feel, eh, that isn't just, mm-hmm. Bester's motivation is, at least nominally, trying to create a uh, you know, a proper separation to prevent psionically gifted humans from from destabilizing society, right? Because certainly if, yeah. if you, they're just out and about mm-hmm. doing whatever they want to do, particularly these very powerful, mm-hmm. you know, telepaths, uh, that's, very, that's very problematic. And we've talked about this. Right, yeah, society, you know, even with the... the introduction of the the notion that these kind of psionic abilities are real right um i i would think that society would have a a complete you know meltdown um i i just i honestly don't know how people would would continue along in their in their normal day-to-day with the 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 knowledge that anybody in this crowd of people on this train with me or whoever could be reading my thoughts. That's right. You know, if, if these people are out and about in the, in the, you know, in the community. Now, I'm not sure if Bester's, uh, or, and whoever's pulling Bester's strings, um, if their motivations are to protect society or if they are to gather the power to themselves. Right, right. Um, is it is is wanting to keep the rogues from being rogue? Is is that for the protection of human society or for the protection of telepath society? Right, right. And I don't think I wouldn't feel confident in any answer I gave. Yeah, I don't think we yeah. know enough yet about what his what his real motivations are. Although they certainly seem to be interested in gathering power to themselves. Yep. Yep. Um, that seems true. Which you know isn't isn't as you say isn't shocking. You know, is uh, you 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 take all you round up all of these telepaths, you put them all together. You know, these people who have abilities that are you know above and beyond the normals. Right. You know, so they they already believe themselves to be separate, to be distinct, to be more than the humans, you know, of course they're going to, they're going to start thinking, well, you know, why aren't we ruling them? Why aren't they our, our cattle? You know, we, we, we can certainly, we have these abilities, you know, we're better than them. You know, it's the whole, uh, Magneto mutants, uh, yeah, right. Situation, right. you know, all right. over again. Um, you know, clearly we're, we're intended to be their betters. Uh, right. I, I think that that is, um, yeah, that that's a persuasive reading of this, you know, to me. And thus, thus the you know, meddling in the earth, you know, presidential politics and right. uh, and whatever else they can get their hands on, um, right? To to set themselves up in a position of unassailable power. Right, right. 
and you know how many times does this happen in human society as though this is the only example right oh, sure yeah yeah um so in you know in 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 this regard it reads uh it reads as entirely earned right mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. oh all these all this stuff is unearned oh why would this organization behave like this well that's because how organi- human organizations behave right right it's right. it's it is proceeding exactly a pace right you is you this... make these decisions as a society mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then 20 years on you have to deal with the consequences of what you thought was a good idea 20 years ago is this some right. sort of analog to the post treaty of uh, versailles you know, and the, the treatment of Germany after the first war, mm. you know, that we, that we see them, uh, kind of pushed into, a, we see the telepaths pushed into a corner and, you know, sort of pushed off to the side and vilified. Yeah. And, and then they move and kind of embrace that. That may be a little, I mean, the, a little strong, re- but I may- don't think it's, I don't think it's, it's false. Yeah, maybe I'm reading too much into their fashion sense. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, you know. Um, you know, I, I don't know if you've been watching much of the uh, Winter Olympic Games. You know, uh, we're, we're, we're recording this. Just the ice this, dancing. Just, quite. Uh, just, uh, you know, we're recording this as the Winter Olympics are coming, are coming to an end. And uh, what I would say is that it would appear that... Uh, uh, that a, a disproportionate number of um, of figure skaters mm-hmm. are are taking costume inspiration from Psycorp uniforms. Really? Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of sort of uh, uh, planes, if you will, P L A N E S of uh, mm-hmm. of of fabric with uh, you know with assertive but nevertheless earth tone colors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I got to say, I never really saw fascism coming to America in my lifetime, but why isn't it dressed better? Word up. I'm, we'll just leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. Um, so, Underground Railroad. Yep. Uh, this sort of, you know, you know I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll go there for 30 seconds, uh, you know, Please. right now. Um what I don't know what Mary Jo Slater was thinking when she cast these uh, these rogue telepaths, but mm-hmm. they they just struck me as a bit, uh, you know. So you've got it's like in the religion episode where you see all of these sort of central casting mm-hmm. people from various religions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I love the fact that in this episode, you know, you've got clearly people from from every possible sort of human human culture but right. rather than having that central casting quality i don't know uh, maybe i was uh, you know maybe i was addled but but it's like everyone's about 15 degrees off the sort of central casting line mm-hmm. and it just felt a bit like a rogues gallery to me hmm well it's probably just I mean, me well they 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 were probably looking to get a bunch of people together who looked vaguely threatening in some way uh-huh you know off as you say 15 degrees off of central casting yeah so that be, because we're supposed to get that we don't know what their intention is necessarily particularly right. when, they, when they abduct talia um and then we kind of learn that you know that what they've been through and what they're looking for. And we were the real monsters all along kind of right. kind of situation. Right. So I'm right. guessing, I'm guessing that was it. You know, we'll put in the, the, the native American guy and we'll put in these people who look kind of shifty and shady and, right. you, know, you know, these other, you know, people who are not, you know, d- d- who don't look like they stepped out of a, a, a personal hygiene uh, educational right. film from the 1950s. <laughs> Um, right, right. You know, right. We're, we're, they're, and they're, 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 and the the room that they're in isn't very well lit, and we're going to make it kind of spooky and shady looking. I think it's right. exactly right. And right. Then, and, 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 and everyone felt like it, it looked like it, well, the room was too hot. Everyone seemed to be sort of sweating a little bit. You know, I, I mean, I think that I I think it was deliberate. I think it's to make everybody look kind of sketchy and dodgy. Yeah. And then, 
you know, when you get them all standing in their three by three grid and Talia takes her place in the middle, this, right. this shining beacon of, of Arianism, um, <laughs> you know, you know, right there. It's, uh, it, it, it's really kind of, it's striking amongst all of the rest of them. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, uh, it was, it was interesting, but again, totally earned. Yeah. Yeah. Totally mm-hmm. what yeah. I would expect. Nice, uh, with one exception, with one very, very significant exception. Excellent callbacks to the episode with Jason Ironheart. You know the exception, though, right? The exception is the line. Uh, Why? Do you know what it's like when telepaths make love, Commander? That line will haunt me till the end of my days. God bless. But, you know, I'm glad that they did nod back to Ironheart. And, you know, we got some, you know, the, the, the Psycor's experimentation yep. stuff that they yep. were doing, which yep. we also get on Stoner. Um, right. We needed all yeah. this. Yeah. Right. Because it, yep. it brings it all together, you know, rather mm-hmm. nicely. Yeah. Um, should we, um, should we briefly discuss um, Captain Sheridan's date with uh, Ambassador Delenn? Yeah, yeah, because it's going to be it's going to be significant down the road. This is more foundation laying, I think. Yeah, I, I think he was astonished at how much fun he had. I think they both were. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, and yeah. you know, Mira Furland looked slamming in that dress. Yeah, yeah. I agree. A little um, is it Power Girl? Uh, Saturn with the, with girl? the boob window. With a boob yes. window, yeah. Is yes. that Power Girl? That is Power Girl, yes. Yeah. Uh, but, but at the same time, I mean, I think that was a shawl connected to uh, like a V-neck dress. So I don't oh, think it was a dress oh, I might have missed with that. a with a window. No. Uh huh. Okay. I'm not sure. I, I I don't. You know, I wasn't looking. Wasn't looking there. Yeah. Um, I was. I, I spent spent a large portion of that that dinner scene wondering exactly how Mimbari hair works, how her hair works. Yeah. <laughs> you know, with that bone ridge crown that she has, does it flow under? Is yes. it two separate pieces oh, of hair? Yeah. Like, how is that all working under there? I don't yeah. get it. Um, yeah. yeah. But, the first no. time I saw her with the hair, mm-hmm. I went exactly to where you just yeah. went, right? Yeah. And after about 10 minutes of worrying it over in my mind, I said, that way madness lay. Let it mm-hmm. go. <laughs> Repeat to yourself, I should just relax. It's only... Uh, to myself, uh, uh, it's just a show I should only really just, just relax. relax. Really just relax. Boy, I've fallen too far. Uh, three, three, 3,000 AD? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, something like uh, that, yeah. Yeah, but I think it was, I think it was good to have them, uh, you know, to, to give them kind of a step away from the, uh, from the, the, the regular settings that they would both... That they would both be in, right? And their sort of regular roles, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, you know, n- knowing uh, that that there's a deepening of that relationship coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad that we're getting some establishment of that, you know, kind of in mm-hmm. in 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 early days. You mm-hmm. know, yep. um, I thought the scene, which could easily have been too over the top, was nice and it was just just nice mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. yeah um we didn't need the where the end of the meal when they're there and the restaurant is empty and the waiter in the background like checking his watch it's like okay yeah. we get it you know yeah, that yeah, was yeah. that was a that was a little bit too much for me but i'll take heavy-handed for a hundred alex um oh. yeah um and and let's let's maybe now segue over to the b plot which is gonna mm-hmm. It's going mm-hmm. to bring us into sort of our, uh, uh, you know, we, 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 we gave up IMDb Corner and we gave uh-huh. up a little bit on the Ivanova's hair taxonomy. Yep. But we have, we've started to develop a kind of, uh, and, and, and now for the, uh, uh, you, you know, for the, for the end segment here, mm-hmm. you know, here's the bizarre some, nerdy segment. Yeah, the bizarre nerdy. You know, we've got one of those too. Um, we've got the B plot, which... I read as just a bit of faff, sort of silly, and what is the point of this? Mm-hmm. And um, and it you know it gives uh, it gives Sheridan an opportunity to 
drive Ivanova crazy with his ridiculous knock knock jokes. Because mm-hmm. they were bad. Ha ha ha! Right. And you know, and uh, you know, my uh, you know his uh, his bureaucratic railing against uh, you know Earth Alliance pinheads. You know, mm-hmm. and, you know, as I was saying in the pre-show, uh, for whatever reason, pinhead is a word that I. Someone says it, and I just start laughing, and it's a good mm-hmm. ten minutes. You know, I just find it one of the funniest words in English. Yeah. Um, so that my my read was was oh, it's just a little bit of it's just a little bit of nothing, and you came back with what I think is a far more persuasive reading, and that's going to lead us into our, you know, into uh, yeah. you know the post the if if we were being sponsored by Blue mm. Apron, that would go here. Mm. And yep. then we would go into the end step. So the meaty section of the of that's the episode, correct. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So uh, well, uh, you know, first thing to say is that that I saw some some solid parallels between the A and the B plot here, uh, in in nice ways that I've said before that I want to have. Um, you you have these these two situations, um, the one with the hunting down these these rogue telepaths who are. Who are hiding on the station? The other being EarthGov is is charging them for their quarters, and you know pretty soon going to be paying them scrip and selling them their uniforms right. at the company store kind of situation. <laughs> right. Um, right. And and you know Sheridan's having none of it. Um, both of which are resolved in clever, maybe too clever, but I but it didn't feel too too clever. It's kind of kind of third paths between between giving in and 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 just pointless resistance yep. that, that would only come back to, to sort of hurt them in the long run. Um, but then they also have a, a, a lot re- revolving around the issues of uh, doing what's right versus following the law. And right. Sheridan, Sheridan says to, um, uh, to, to, to Dr. Franklin, he says, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a soldier. I have to follow my orders. You know, it, it brings up the whole question of could a, could a, does a soldier have a responsibility to, to disobey an unjust order? Does a citizen have right. a responsibility to disobey an unjust law? Um, and, right. And the, the, the balance between doing what's right and doing what is the law uh, that I thought both of these stories were really uh, were, were 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 pivoting around. Yeah, 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 and and the moment it was sort of reframed that way was like, oh, now that makes that makes a lot of other things that we've seen over the course of uh, the mm-hmm. last year and a half kind of make make more sense, or mm-hmm. at least kind of. Things slotted in in a way that that I was struggling with previously, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the way that I kind of framed it was, you've got a you've got a kind of tension between idealism and pragmatism, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you know, a a willingness to die on on more hills, perhaps, mm-hmm. that you see in Stephen Franklin and John Sheridan, uh, than you see in Michael Garibaldi, and certainly in Susan Ivanova, who I would She's put, just a good Russian. Uh, you know, you <laughs> right. Know, you you, you right. do what's pragmatic. pragmatic. You do what you have to do. Pragmatic, right? Absolutely. You yeah. know, and, uh, you know, with with uh, with Talia, by virtue of being, you know, in side-trained, probably doesn't read mm-hmm. in this regard, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and that, that led to, all right, well, obviously it's going to be Stephen Franklin. Mm-hmm. As the Underground Railroad's contact, not Susan Ivanova, yeah. because Susan Ivanova right. wouldn't do that. Not because no. she doesn't believe in justice, but because that requires a leap of idealism over a kind of legal and practical realities that yeah. she has not so far demonstrated an interest in doing. Definitely not. Right. And no. Michael Garibaldi is not really socially justice-minded. No, I would say no. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Sheridan too early, arrived too early. Mm-hmm. Right? So you're mm-hmm. not going to assign that to him. So yeah. the right person to assign it to is Stephen Franklin, and it turns right. out that, you know, it's good. He's the only one to assign it to, and he's the right one, because yeah. he's, been, he's been written in such a way 
that when it's when the reveal happens, it's like, oh, of course, you mm-hmm. know, here's the here's that pig headed idealism again, right, right, you know, right, and a callback to his uh, his clinic that he was running. Right in last season, right? Um, you know, again, where he was, he was showing his idealism in in violation or in in defiance of really what his superiors you know, wanted him to be doing. Correct. He's, he's leaning, you know, and and folks, there's no secret here that John and I are longtime nerds. Right. And anytime you start down a path with a discussion of well, are you talking about someone who's doing what's what's right, or are you talking about someone who's going to follow <laughs> law? You know, uh. Our brains snap into a three by three grid Ding! of law, uh, law, chaos, good, evil. Uh, the the classic Dungeons and Dragons alignment grid. Yep. So uh, we are going to now again because I didn't come into this with this perspective on what that B story was about. We're going to be trying to put together this alignment chart as we talk it through. So without we, a net, without a net, so we could easily make some some uh, really daft mistakes. Mm-hmm. And we're looking forward to the community correcting us on the ways in which we have uh, we have gotten it dreadfully, dreadfully wrong. Um, are you writing people down right now? I'm just drawing the grid so I can keep track of who oh, goes where. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not plotting anyone on here. Cheater. I have also. Because because I only thought of this in the moments before we started recording. Right. I don't have anything prepared for this either. Right, right. But I, I would be surprised if we don't, if if we have too much trouble dropping the main uh, the main cast into their into their appropriate boxes. I think that'll be true. So yeah. here, why don't we try this? Why don't we yes. go down the main cast? Yep. Okay, and you'll keep track of what boxes they go into. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then, if we've still got boxes open which we probably will. Mm-hmm. Let's see if we can find characters uh, within the B5 universe that we've already met mm-hmm. who, um, who would fit. Yep. Okay? Because okay. I, you know. All right. So uh, you want to start, start at the bottom and work up like we always have, or you want to start Let's, at the top? Sure, sure. Kosh. Which? Kosh. Kosh. Kosh is, is True neutral, neutral mysterious. Yeah. <laughs> we, we have no idea at this point. Right. Right. Um, right. He'll probably end up in the neutral good category uh, before before all is said and done. Probably. But in the absence of. Uh, yeah. You know, look, he. he uh, his people were responsible for the, uh, the, the, the gangland slaying of Deathwalker. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get you, Which, you you're going to struggle to be over on the good side if you do that. But doing it was an act that was. See, it's I meant to argue maintain for that, balance. I could argue for that as being an inherently good act, as opposed to any of the other axes here. Okay. Because it was. Because she she's a menace. She's a menace. Yeah, Unleash, unleashing her knowledge and the the um, the inf- infinity serum. No, that's not right. The immortality, whatever, uh, on the galaxy would would cause humanity to become as great a monster as, yeah. as she was. Yeah. Um, so he's, you know, it's it it comes down to the by killing one you save billions. Yep. So you think Which that's I, neutral good? I, that's where, that's kind of where I would put him. All right, somewhere I'll in, yield. in there. We put don't. In, we don't. Put him in we don't have good. enough. Yeah, we don't have too much yet. Okay. Lanier. Um, okay. uh, oh, Lanier is lawful good. I don't think I there's think, any. Yeah I, I, yeah, I think that's. I think that's crystal clear. Yeah, and uh, I, I think. I think that. Um, I think Veer is also in that same box. Okay. Put him there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would have. I would have put Veer perhaps in neutral good. Hmm. Um. But that may be based on things that are coming. Yeah. And yeah. that's not fair. So leave. Yeah, think, leave him where he is. I think what we know for now, he's 
probably neutral good, although I think the Centauri as a society, although they like, they seem to be caught up in following their laws and their rules, tend more toward more toward a chaotic manipulation of that. Yes, yeah. The moment you have that sort of aristocratic tomfoolery that we talked about a yeah. couple of episodes ago, yeah. you're 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 on the chaotic side of the of the square. Yeah, because you can do all of the all of the following of the the regulations and the laws of the land that you want, but when you start kind of planning to dethrone and and you know kill your enemies and put yourself in charge, well, you're not yeah. necessarily. Yeah, you're starting to range on down the court towards chaotic neutral. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Okay, um, okay so... Uh, Natoth? Natoth. Natoth. Um, neutral don't, badass. Um, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't we don't have a lot to work with her, with her necessarily either. Um, yeah, she she's not interested in following systems for the sake mm-hmm. of systems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She definitely has a moral code. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read that as neutral yeah. good. Neutral good? Yeah, I could go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Uh, so our... that brings us up to... Uh, uh, Delen. Delen. Delen, I think, is in, is in the lawful good box. I don't Can't think be that... lawful. Can't she be can't lawful? be lawful. Can't be lawful. Look at what she did in deciding not to become leader of the of the Grey Council. Mm, mm. No, she automatically she has to move one side to the left to the right. Okay. Yep. So she's over in the neutral good box. Yep. She can't. I don't think be there's lawful. any question on. The, she's on the good. The oh, good for side sure. Of the for sure. Yeah. 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 She. Yeah. She. Yeah. She's. She's up top. Yeah. But she yeah. can't be lawful because she. She. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, she refused the call. Yeah, she would have lost her paladin powers if that had... Uh... Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 exactly. Which maybe we're going to see happening in the next couple of episodes. Could be. Yeah. Could will be. Um, um. Jakar. Hmm. Tricky. Tricky because he's gone through such a shift. Um, yeah. You know, he was sort of lawful blowhard at the start of the series, and and now he's he's got a chaotic more, spiritualist, right? Yeah, he's got the more reflective, you know, kind of thing going on. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, um, I I don't I don't quite know where to put him. He's a little bit all over the map, isn't he? Yeah. Where would you say he started? Um. Hmm. Lawful neutral. I'm thinking lawful neutral. I was just thinking that myself because he and and, and you know the lawful is sort of like Lieutenant Commander Takashima. You know, it's that kind of thing. You know, follow it's very narnist. You know, the rules and regs. Right. Follow and, the rules and regs. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And neutral. Um, he's he's not above an occasional assassination or two. That's in right. Order to that's right to 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 get what he needs for his people. Yeah. He's not above trying to, to murder Londo, you know, on the promenade. Yeah. Uh, to, yeah. I think that's probably still true. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we, yeah. maybe we've got him correctly pegged. Yeah. Let's see. Well, we'll leave him there for now. We'll leave him there for now. Londo. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh. Yeah. He I, he does not have an orientation. He's not lawful or chaotic. No. He's really in it purely for himself. Right. That would be chaotic neutral. Yeah. But I think he's perhaps moved a bit more into neutral evil. Mm-hmm. Right? Because he's allowing all of these... Yeah, that's right atrocities to be committed in his name. Right. He's not doing them himself, but he's not stopping them either. Right. He's not doing it because he wants to watch the world burn. Right. But the burning of the world is just fine. Yeah. Right. That smacks of neutral evil. As long as it helps him out. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I would have, I would have gone more chaotic neutral for him at first, but I think you've sold me on the neutral evil. I think that's where he starts, but I think he's moved. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
right? He had an opportunity after Morden showed what mm-hmm. he could do yeah. to not do it again. And he did it again. Or, or to simply go to Sinclair or Sheridan or go to whoever to... And say, I have a, I have a problem. Yeah. Right. I need. I need help. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm in over I'm, my head. I'm in over my head, and he and has yet is to do that. Bad. Yeah, That's right. No, not at all. No evidence that he's going to. Right. Um. Okay. Talia Winters. Lawful neutral. I think so. Although we Mo- don't moving towards probably neutral good. Yeah. Um. I mean, or would she be in lawful good? Because we don't have any, starting at lawful good, we don't have any necessarily, she, yes, she's part of the Psycor, but she's, I don't think she was aware the levels of, the levels of evil of that the core had uh, perpetuated. Oh, Max is back. Lovely. He knew that our listeners were missing him. Hello, Max. Honestly, Max, relax. The cat's been asleep for the last four hours. Of course. He hasn't moved a muscle. I thought he was dead. But now, yeah. as soon as the microphone comes out, he's howling. Yeah. yeah. I don't... Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take your position of lawful good. Mm. Um, only because she's never been instructed to do something that places the core... Over an orientation to good. Mm-hmm. Okay. If she you were know. forced to make that choice before this episode, I don't know which way she would have gone. Now, there was the episode where she was... where she refused to do certain things that broke the code of telepaths mm-hmm. with the criminal... You know, with the, that that episode with the uh, the magic healing machine yes. that became the magic catch you in my death bag machine. Right. You know, um, I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna withdraw my uh, my uncertainty and go with you. Okay. Okay. Leave her there for now. Uh, I'm sure we'll come back to this at some point in another season or two when we've got a thin on the ground episode to visit. Yeah, um, Michael Garibaldi. Um, I'm gonna go straight up lawful neutral on him. Yeah, same. Yeah. Stephen Franklin, neutral good, uh, lawful good. Lawful good? I'm sorry, Stephen neutral Franklin, good. neutral good. Yeah, yeah neutral yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, do-gooder, but he's uh, based on his own moral code. Or maybe even chaotic good. Actually, that's probably that's probably he's, true. He's definitely just more interested in in doing yeah. good and yeah. and you know this is only the second time that we've seen someone threaten to space him. That's right. You know, in in, in the manner of uh, what are we up to twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty episodes? Right. Uh, right. You know, not too many shows threaten to uh, <laughs> threaten to drum a character out. You know, for right. complete insubordination. Right, you know, that which is, of course, what we see here. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Chaotic good. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the Susan Ivanova. Susan? Um, I think she's lawful. I would say I would give her lawful neutral as well. What has she done that's evil? To move her away from the lawful good box. Um, hmm. Nothing, I suppose. And, but, and, yeah, go. When I think of who's in that lawful good, well, I was going to say, because Sheridan, I think, is in the lawful good box. Yes. You know, he's, he's very clearly the paladin figure of the uh, Yeah, of the for series. sure. For sure. Yeah. So Sheridan, what did I, I say I before? Put, yeah, Iv- Ivanova. Yeah. I put her a bit more towards neutral good. Okay. Right. Because of the pragmatism. You see, right? But oh boy, does she feel awful to me? You know, the she but feels I'm, rules and regs. But but, but think, again, think, no, think, no, no, think, no, you're think right. about you're the right. way she, she solved the Drazi conflict. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? That feels like seat of the pants kind of 
improvisation, which, you know, which yeah. your Bert types don't love as much as your Ernie types, right? We're going to have to unpack that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe, maybe we'll save Sesame Street characters uh, as Babylon 5 that'll be a, That'll be a future one, is, yeah. is which, uh, which Sesame Street character do, uh, do the Babylon 5 characters map to. Yeah, that's right. That'll, that'll be next week. Right. Or something. Or something. Right. Yeah. Um. So that, 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 and Sheridan, as we'd said, it's lawful, lawful good, good, clearly, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that okay, gives so, us... So, so where are we at? Okay, so at lawful good, we have Sheridan, Talia, Lanier, and Veer. Okay. I think that's pretty fair. I'm, you know, Talia doesn't... You know, I, I, I'm going to agree with you. Talia doesn't seem to fit in that box as well as cleanly as the others do. Yeah, and, and I'm not sure that Veer does either for me mm-hmm. just yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that Veer is moving there. Yeah. Okay. But I think I would move Veer more towards, um, uh, more towards uh, a, a a neutrality mm-hmm. than towards that you know than where he is. But uh, you yeah. know, I'm not prepared to argue for a different box. He's not chaotic mm-hmm. good. No. I don't think. No, New, neutral def- good feels a bit like oh no, you're you're waffling. That's not really where he goes either. So, yeah, but I think I think that I yeah. I take I your know. point. I take your point. Mm. Let's move on. Yeah. Okay. Who's in neutral um, good? Uh, neutral good. We have Delenn. Yes. Ivanova, and Natoth. I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. Yep. Chaotic good. We've got uh, Franklin. Yes. Um. Next Lawful row down. neutral. Lawful neutral. Jakar and Garibaldi. Yep. Two characters, I think, very much cut of the same cloth. I think in so, a, yeah. In a number of ways. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. They fit. Um, you know, true neutral is Kosh. You know, everything, he sits in the middle and everything revolves around That's him. That's right. Until such yep. time as we get, uh, you know, something. Yeah. Right. Some kind of. He stays in neutral. Indication. Yep. 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 Um, chaotic neutral is where we think Londo begins. Yes. Um, but he's probably moving or has moved into neutral evil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do we have anyone in lawful evil? Uh, no. No, we don't. Or and, in chaotic evil. Okay. So let's, let's, see if we can, <clears throat> let's see if we can unpack that. Does Bester yeah. go to lawful evil? I definitely think so. Okay. Does President Clark go to lawful evil? I come back to the whole, you know, when you're, when you're willing to commit an assassination slash insurrection to, to put yourself at the top of the power chain, then you've kind of stepped out of the whole lawful, you know. I see. If, so if, he's if neutral you're the, evil. Yeah. If you're at the top and you want everybody to be obeying you, you know, I don't necessarily yes. think you have to be lawful to, for, for that to go down. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I think that's sound. Yeah. Deathwalker. Uh, I would say I would say lawful evil. Yeah. 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 Morden. I think he's I think he's the closest we have to chaotic evil in this program. I, I feel like the the shadows definitely represent both chaos and evil. Yes. You know, sometimes you get one or the other, but you know they are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In 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 Morden, we get the nearest we have to mm-hmm. watching the world burn. You know. Yeah. Yep. You know, which is that kind. Of, you know, you 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 look at these charts, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, any of them that go anywhere near a superheroes universe are going to put the Joker down there. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, Morden's got that that uh, that headspace. He doesn't have the He's not acted in that way. He's not right. zany. He's not zany, right? Yeah. But he's yeah. definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the wanting the world to burn is it feels feels very shadows. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I agreed. Yeah. I'm sort of surprised we were able to get this chart filled out. 
with with somebody in each box. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That we only needed to we only needed to go yeah. to the to the support characters on two mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. Well, you know, I think I think that when when you've got two major enemy forces. Yep. You know, you you slotting one in the lawful evil and one in the chaotic evil spots is 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 pretty classic. T- totally, totally, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it feels, it feels well constructed, balanced, mm-hmm. appropriate. Yeah, right. Yeah, like it, like it works. You know, there's a kind of symmetry, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we could probably do a similar kind of, kind of charting of you know of kind of other programs, mm-hmm. and, and the chart, the chart would sort of hold, right? Mm-hmm. You know that. Uh, you know that uh, that some of the great, some of the great good guys, some of the great bad guys, um, seem to resonate with mm-hmm. the ones we have here. Yeah. You know, on B five for a reason. You know. Yeah, and and although I would say not too many shows back in the nineties, other than soap operas, maybe. Um, are you going to have? Many or any of your your major central viewpoint characters on the on the evil side of the of the axis, right? You know, like we have Londo, right? You know, Londo is still very much a, a you know a relatable character, even the further he slips into that, right? Um, yeah, we're going to have don't... to study that, aren't we? Because yeah. there's stuff coming. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna. I, I, so I bet we're gonna get to a point where we're gonna have to revisit his, you know, viewpointability, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. though this is a person who I no longer can identify with, nor will I, mm. right? You know, it's so sort of will, will that will that point come, right? Yeah, because you're right. I I think that you know you generally don't get people on, on that side of the ledger, yeah, even now, but certainly not in the '90s. You know. I think you do more in in some modern shows, you know, in totally. Galactica, in totally. Agents of Shield, um, yeah. you know, Game in, of Thrones. In, good grief, Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah almost good. everybody's on that end of the of good the slide. Grief. Um, but you know, I, that's that's us off the top of the top of the dome. Um, and I'd be very interested, folks listening out there, assuming you've gotten into this. We've kind of run a little long this episode. Indeed. Um, I'd be interested in hearing uh, from you about where you where you think everybody falls, particularly those of you who've been playing uh, Dungeons and Dragons, illuminating <laughs> on it for the better part of, of four decades. Of a like hundred years. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, uh, right. So, you know, come out to the Facebook page and uh, we'll have something up there asking about you know, where you think they fall. Even if you're not familiar with, with this and you've, you've spent the last 20 minutes saying, what the heck are these two guys prattling on about? Right. Um, we'll have something in the show notes that explains the whole alignment grid. And you've seen it in countless memes uh, by That's now, right. Anyway, That's I'm right. Sure. That's right. But uh, please check it out on the Facebook page and, uh, and, and let us know what you think. Yeah. And uh, of course you can always reach us by, uh, by email at the name of the pod at gmail.com. If you look uh, uh, up the name of the pod in your search engine, you will be directed to our page where you will get the show notes and uh, uh, such as they are, uh, and uh, uh, photos uh, such as they are, and uh, and uh, you know a link to download the episode if you're so inclined. And uh, thanks so much for listening. And uh, we'll see you oh, next. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Be- uh, before we ring off, though, John, I have yep, one yep. last question for you. Go. Um, Oh, you, you, Do you know what you're it's a, like you're when the telepaths devil. make love? Oh, God bless. I will kill you. I will kill you. <laughs> Bye, everybody. See you next time, folks. <laughs>